Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the All Buy the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we're going to talk about the 12th episode of the Young Indiana Jones podcast. Whoa. Chronicles. Chronicles. The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Which is the podcast. We are the podcast for that. We, yeah, we are the podcast for this. Because <laughs> um, it's and been have, a have long we confirmed, time. Have we confirmed that we're the only one that does this for this, for this show? No, I've never confirmed it, but I still feel oh. like we're special because we do this. I think we're the only ones that talk about this podcast. If you guys know of any other ones that, that talk about the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, please let us know. I would love to hear it. Yes, I, I really would like to listen to them because and, it's and just see such how, a... like, what they talk about it, yeah. Yeah, like, such a random cult show, I feel like. Yeah, and I felt it'd be really interesting to, to just see, like, their few points and how they, they set up their episodes. Um, but anyway, it's been a whole month. We're it's back. been a while. We have done so many episodes after we did this because the last episode I think was such a bummer that we just had no desire to watch the next one for so long. It, it was it was very depressing. It was a very sad episode. Very very real and very just a lot a lot of growing for Indy. It was it was a lot for the poor guy to handle. Yeah, but this time we get a wonderful episode with uh, a lot of dog fights and a lot of fun spy shit. I just loved it. And that's and that's all together. Like this isn't a spliced episode. No. It's called it's Attack of the Hawkmen. Yeah, which I guess are the Hawkmen just the the, the pilots? I the, guess the people in the planes, I guess. I can't tell if it's the Germans. Or the French slash Americans, but I think it's just anyone who flies. Maybe I mean it could be the Germans because it's mm-hmm. attack, mm-hmm. attack of the Hawkman. Interesting. I don't know, but I, I, th- I thought that was a very superhero esque uh, title and a very superhero esque like opening because it oh yeah it like swirled in like a like a newspaper like swirling in and and then freezing on the uh, on the front page. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. We get a uh, really fun blimp um, kind of attack. A, a zeppelin. A yes. zeppelin. And I was like, it's the Heisenberg. It's going to blow up. Oh. Oh. Foreshadowing? Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like the Heisenberg already blew up at this point. Well, that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, so we are finally in France. We start off this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Indy is extremely happy to be out of Africa. Oh. Like, super happy. He says it a lot. Especially with Remy. Yeah. And, because they are, they're so over it that they've decided to join the intelligence agency. Jesus. 
well, faction. He just doesn't want to go back into, especially fighting on the front. He's just like, the Belgian army doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, yeah, he, he just wants to completely focus on ending the war. And he thinks that fighting for it just isn't helping. He wants to help. He wants to help, like, gain information of, of the enemy so that it can just be done. Yeah. So we do get to see um, Remy, like, immediately that he is still with Indy. And Indy says to him, um, I think I, I got a good plan. We're gonna... I forged two documents. One that says the Belgian army wants us to go to the French army. And the other one says the French army wants them from the Belgian army. Yes. Basically a, a, a transfer of, mm -hmm. of both sides agreeing already. Yes. And uh, uh. he had gotten this paperwork from somewhere. Yeah, he, I, I mean, they were, I, I don't know how he, I can't remember how he got the documents to copy exactly, or if he got the, what is it, the letterhead? Mm -hmm. But he, he got everything. He got the stamps, he got the, the paper with the letterhead on it, and I, you know, I don't know. Which is surprising, because he even said that the Belgium, the Belgium Intelligence Corps is, like, not very good. So I, I was surprised that he was even able to, to put these together. Yeah, um, and then he, he says this quote, he says, my spying techniques are incredible. He does say that. He and I thought, uh-huh, okay, Indy, sure. We've, we've seen you do some great sleuthing in the past. Uh-huh. And also, I, I, I wanted to remark that when he's talking to Remy about this, who's totally thinking that they're going to get caught, by the way. Um, because, because Remy is always thinking like exactly. that. He's always thinking the worst. He's, <laughs> he's like, we're going to die. We're going to get executed. We're going to go to jail. Mm -hmm. This is terrible. We're going to get the firing idea. squad. Like, yes. That. You sounded just like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was just like him. Um, oh man. And Indy's hair looks actually pretty good. Like, he got a haircut. And I think I think they darkened his eyebrows. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, his eyebrows look so dark, and his hair looks dark too. But it's cute. Like I think it looks it really good. He's cute, yeah. and I, I I love his little his little like mole he has on his neck. I know. <laughs> God, so I love cute. SPF. Honestly, this guy just keeps bringing it home to me. Honestly, he's he's really I'm I'm like. Baby Indy was so great, but, but SBF is God, super, I love him, man. super great also. He, he is just so good. I, I don't know how this guy didn't do anything really that notable after this. Hey, he was in the Boondock Saints, and I love the Boondock Saints. But again, uh, yeah, nothing, but... nothing too notable. <laughs> nothing too notable. I'm so upset about it. It's like one of the great losses. Like, he's fantastic in the show. He really is. Maybe he's done some little hidden gems. We just got to find him. <coughs> okay. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming that's that's what Indy was writing when we first... So when the Zeppelin's flying over France... He's, Remy he's just, writing Remy to Remy Ned. just looks out... Oh, he is writing to someone. Yeah, he's writing to, to Ned, which is Lawrence of Arabia. That's right. Okay, I thought he was forging the documents. No, there. no, no. He's like, dear Ned... I'm out of Africa, which is fantastic. 
And that's right, that's right. I'd love to work for the French, because the Belgians don't know what the fuck they're doing. Indeed. <laughs> exactly. Is that, okay. Was that a good, like, inter... Like, uh, did I sound like him? Impersonation? That's that's basically... I mean, not impersonation, but you definitely paraphrased perfectly. Okay. So, he writes these things, and then they go, and they enter the French army, and there's this French guy who's like, uh, okay, you two, um, you both are great, here's the thing, we know you forged these papers, and then the two of them are like, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, which is fantastic, because you did a really convincing job, and so you should be spies. And we need people like you. We need people like you with us. Like, I guess people who take risks or something? Like, I don't know. I, I don't really remember him saying that the forged letters were actually any good, but he liked he liked their spunk. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, what are your talents? Remy, can you cook? And he's like, yeah. And then he's like, can you fly? And he's like, no. And then Indy's like, I can fly. And he's like, okay. Remy, you're going to get assigned to go back to Belgium and be the head, the leader of the Belgian spies as, as a cook, like the head of a really prestigious uh, restaurant in Belgium. Yeah, he's, so he's going to be, he's going to be, be taking post in a restaurant and mm -hmm. like pretending to be the owner of it. To be the owner of a restaurant and all the spies in Belgium will report to you. And he's like, fantastic. And he's like, Indy, we don't have a very good station for you. So you're going to be a reconnaissance photographer in the American troops that are in yeah, France. Like the volunteers or something. Yeah. That fly the planes and you're going to be taking pictures. And he's like, okay. Well, yeah, because he didn't want, because you know, when he was asking those questions, Indy was like, Remy, why are you, like, why are you saying that stuff? You don't want to become like a house, like a housekeeper or a, or a, you know, something lame. And, and he's like, I'm just telling the truth. And then Remy gets like this yeah. super awesome job. And then yeah. Indy's like, like, oh. we don't really know what to do with you yet, but uh, just, just wait around and we'll let you know. And then, and then, yeah, he gets to be the photographer. Yeah. Which, um, he's, which he's not excited because he gets to fly. And he, he hates flying. flying. Um, so and then, is, is that canon? I know, I know that Indy hates snakes, but does he, does he hate flying also? Is well, that canon? don't have any actual flight in any of the Indiana Jones movies. He, th there is one in the beginning of, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when he's leaving with, he's leaving the first temple oh, and he's being chased very, by the natives beginning. and the yes. guy with the plane is waiting for him. You're right. And... And he's mo he's mostly freaking out about the snake that's in the back seat. He's not really freaking out about flying. But I don't know, I can't remember if he says, "There's one thing I hate more." Maybe he did say it. If there's one thing I hate more than flying, it's snakes or something. Is that what he says? Oh, I'm gonna have to look this up. Is that what he says? I think that's what he says. Okay, well, why don't you explain Remy's outfit while I'm looking for this? Oh God, so Remy looks like a pimp. Um, and there you go. That's, that's <laughs> he's got he's got he's got this like fur lined like huge just trench coat jacket like Corella Deville status like it's very fancy and I don't think he has a hat but he's definitely got a nice like suit on and some very nice shoes and he just it just immediately I was like wow Remy looks like a pimp and he's he's like a huge womanizer so it's like whatever um okay I found so it's, scene. it's only fitting. Did you? Uh, oh, no. I found a reenactment of the scene. That is not what I want. 
That's not no. That no. Okay, I found the scene. I found the scene. Oh, okay. We got the. We gotta wait for the end. Just a minute. I'm gonna find it. We're we're gonna hear it. We're gonna listen to this. Sorry, this ad's like way too long. Okay. Okay. Indy's running away from all the villagers. <laughs> Start the engine. Oh my gosh, she's screaming. Yeah. Oh my god. They're shooting arrows at him with their butts. And he swings on a swing and lands in the water. The floating plane is on the water. All of the things are shooting things at him. Alright. And he gets onto the plane, and they're shooting all these arrows, and they're trying to hit him. The plane's going off. He's climbing into the cockpit. Okay. And the plane goes off. And then, there's a snake. A very large snake in his lap. That's his pet snake, Reggie. Uh, okay. Did he not say it? Uh, no, he didn't. That was the nope. entire scene. Alright, well, and I don't think there's a plane ever after that. So I think... Well, no, there might be. Oh, I don't recall... I, I, I never thought Indy had a problem with flying, but who knows? Maybe maybe when he flies more, he kind of gets over it. But it, does, it definitely doesn't seem like it in this movie, since he's flying a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he still doesn't like it at the end. No, most definitely not. Um, but then once once uh, Indy sees Remy in his new digs, he's uh, <laughs> they, they have a very... Yes, they have a very loving embrace, and Indy says goodbye. We may never see Remy again. No, and I don't think so, and good riddance. <laughs> Sandra. <laughs> I asked, Remy, Remy had his good, his good parts. What about Remy's family? He married that goddamn lady. Oh, I just, And I the poor lady doesn't even get a husband. No, and I mean, well, and, and he's also undercover now, so, so she can't even come to see him in his, in his Belgium... In his Belgium restaurant. Yeah, he got a Belgian new name restaurant. and everything, too. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I guess he just, he's got to be a spy now. I I don't know. I also would like to comment how sexy SPF looks like in his uh, French uniform in this scene. Indeed. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. In, in, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Um, and Indy, Indy's last words to Remy is, Remy, stay alive. And that's and that's it. And that's the end of Remy. And then Indy goes to I this think. camp, uh, which is the legendary Lafayette Escadrille Flying Flying Unit. It, is that a, is that a thing? Is yep. that a real thing? That's the name of is it. That a, is that a historical thing? I guess it is. And they have a lion as their pet mascot. Like a, yeah, which a, I, a baby lion. I didn't. I didn't like that. I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like seeing that. Me neither. I, I, I don't know how they got this lion, 
I don't know. I don't know why it's there. I don't know why it needs to be there. It must have been notable for the historical factor that they had a lion well, there. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I didn't like it. He gets She's, like, there. Up and I there's all like these it. Americans. They've got pool. There's a man he knows because he used to work for him when he was in college. Yes, and then. And so the second he meets these American volunteers, which I think, do we meet, do we meet Raul, Raul Luffberry yet? I don't know. Uh, he's, I, I, I wrote his name. You, you need to see, you need to see how I, I tried to, I, I keep <laughs> trying to hear people pronounce names and I, and I write down all the versions of the names that I hear until I figure out the correct one. You know, um, that, that, uh, Indiana Jones wiki is the best though. Like it can help you out. I have not been using that. I've just been trying to type in the people's names as I hear them because you can tell who should be historical based on how like detailed their name is instead mm-hmm. of just mm-hmm. Colonel Colonel Fitzwilliam, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> aka just, Mr. Darcy. <laughs> yeah, aka Mr. Darcy. Uh, but but yeah, so Raoul Luffberry, he is a historical figure. Wow, um, and he he's one of the first wow. people that Indy. That Indy meets. I definitely spelled his name wrong. I spelled Luff it like Barry. like roll like roll luff with, with too many f's and 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 like full full spelling of Barry. A Barry. Um, yes, I guess. But but pretty good. That that was just based off of what I heard. Uh, mm-hmm. So he had. Uh, I just pulled up his uh, his his military whatever page whatever. Um, he had mechanical skills. And he went to France to join the war. Uh, he comp- a unit composed of American volunteers. Okay, so yeah, this is one of those guys. And then uh, he he flew with the American volunteers. Okay, cool. That that's who he is. <laughs> I didn't I didn't really look much into him. Um, okay, that's but he is a real person. I, I believe you. And then. The second he meets the American volunteers, they're they're telling him that photographers don't last very long. This yes. this 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 part confuses me a lot. It's because they need they need guns when they have cameras in their hands. Like they need well, yeah, they but... need instead of cameras, they need guns in their hands because they keep getting shot. Well, I know, but I mean they're shooting the the planes, not the specific people. So if if the if the photographer gets killed, doesn't that mean the pilot of that plane also gets killed? I uh, I mean, no, not necessarily. Sometimes the the photographer will get shot and not the pilot, or both of them, or one of them. I mean, but just through through the entirety of this of this episode, just the planes were getting shot at because they're a bigger target. Sometimes the so, pilot would know. get shot. That's true, but again, they're mostly aiming towards the plane. To shoot it down, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Just the just the odds because they're like every photographer we get dies, but all their pilots are fine. I don't know. It just That's not necessarily true. I mean, I feel like their pilots are definitely getting lost, and we see that in the, the end of the episode or the middle of the episode when they're like, "Well, this person was lost. This person's missing. This person went down." You know? That's true. That's true. I don't know. It just, they're putting a lot of emphasis on this to like freak Indy out, and it just it seemed a little weird. Yeah, he doesn't like it. Like, they say that he has to be the photographer on the plane. And so then he goes on to, he gets assigned to a plane uh, with this guy, Charles, right? Yes. 
no. Well, he sees he sees Charles. Charles sees just Charles. got back, but he's from assigned to the plane. A mission. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not sure who he's assigned with. He's definitely with one of the other volunteers because Charles mm-hmm. isn't an American. He's he's from somewhere. He's else. a French. I thought. I th- I, th- I think he's French. Yeah. So he gets assigned to this other guy, and then they have a crazy kind of dogfight in the sky with another plane where Indy and the other plane go down and land in German territory. Yes. And sorry, we're yes. not, we're kind of not we're not playing any clips because a lot of this is not talk. Well, <laughs> I I do have a clip of of their of their first of their first uh flight out because it was so oh, ridiculous. Okay. It was so ridiculous. Let me find it. Where's the time code? Yeah, what know. uh what time code is it? Um, 18 minutes and 19 seconds. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Are you going to play it or me? I am trying to find it now. What did I say? 18 minutes and 19 seconds? Mm-hmm. Okay, so in this scene, they are, they're out on their first mission. Indy is taking pictures of the, of the enemy base so that they can get a layout of what weapons they have and where they're located and how many people they have and whatever. And it's... So they're getting shot at from the ground, obviously, and they the pilot thinks that one of the wheels got hit. Yeah. And so Indy and has to go down there. He tells Indy that, that he cannot land the plane if the wheel is broken. So Indy needs to get out of his seat, crawl out onto the wing, yeah. and check the wheel. <laughs> if this, I mean, whether or not you have a wheel, you're landing the plane. So, yeah. so you have, a, you don't have a choice. So I don't understand. You don't have a choice. Yeah. yeah. So Indy didn't have to do this, and these these planes are very zippy. Yeah, <laughs> the plane's very zippy and whipping around all over the place because they're zippy. getting, they're still getting shot at. Yeah, they're zippy. So this this is the whole encounter. It was it was so ridiculous. I just couldn't help it. Ridiculous. Oh my god. And so now it's just Indy's getting out. Yeah. Oh my god. And and I love uh, I'm gonna skip ahead to the to his because after he checks it, he he checks it. Oh yeah. Um the the guy thinks that Indy is dead because he's the flown plane, off the side of the plane. <laughs> the plane flips around and Indy is now on the bottom of the plane holding on to the bar in between the wheels. Mm-hmm. And which is a hilarious visual from far away. Like, somehow they've made this miniature where this little person is dangling. It's pretty fucking hilarious. Yes, it's it's uh, pretty fantastic. Hold on, I'm, I'm The miniature planes that they use for these, like, dogfights are pretty convincing. I'll, I'll say. Oh, it's going too far. Because I don't know how else they would have shot this if they didn't use miniatures, right? Like it's just like, it's just like just, uh, just like it? a African queen, African queen, and also the recent um, Christopher Nolan film Dunkirk. That's a right. lot of the dogfight scenes were done with mini planes as well. Yes, 
All right, so I'm, I'm scooting forward. Indy is is climbing back up the plane. And I, I think the pilot's looking at his shadow to see if Indy, or he's looking over the side to see if Indy falls. The wheels! They're okay! Which is, you I know, would be so pissed. It mirrors the beginning of, uh, you know, Indiana Jones, right where the video, the clip we watched of him getting on that plane. He's just screaming. Like, everything involving planes is a lot of yelling. Because they're very loud. And it's, it's, it's much like communicating in a club. You have to yell into people's ears. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, of course, they get, I think, they, they do get shot down. Yes, they do. And, and they land in German territory and get captured. Yes. And there and there was no planned explosion. I thought there was going to be a planned explosion because they were running away from it. Mm-hmm. Like it was going to explode. And it, and then it never didn't. did. And then they got Which captured. Is, yeah. Which is good that it didn't explode because then they use it. Later. Which cue historical person number two? Oh, the scary German guy. Yep. Uh, He's so scary. The, so the guy who shot him down is actually and and here we go. Here here's all the here's all the names I tried to catch of this guy. Um, okay. So it is Baron um, Manfred von Richthofen, which is which is the Red Baron. Um, German ace Manfred von Richthofen. Yes, and these are the names that I wrote down before I found out it was. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear it. So I wrote th- th- this is purely off of hearing the YouTube video. So so here's the first one, Baron von Wickendorfen. <laughs> um, Baron Baron von Vorikoffen. <laughs> <laughs> and a mixture of the two. Baron, I, I, I did get Man, Manfred, or Man, but I, I called him Manford. Do we- uh, yeah. So it's it's Manfred, and I put down Baron Manford Vorin Dickenhofen. <laughs> They're <laughs> completely wrong. Oh, man. Completely wrong. That is and then so I think, funny. Um, the pilot who got shot, who who was piloting Indy, he he finally said it, and I was like, "Oh, R- R- Baron Richtofen," and I was like, "Okay, I finally got it." And then there we go. <sighs> so you got it. This guy, this guy, um, he is he was known as the Red Baron and known for having a red plane uh, because he didn't care if people saw him coming because he shot down so many. Uh, <clears throat> allies during yeah. during world war one and uh he was just he was just known for being he's a ruthless very, yes ruthless at well actually he he didn't actually take risks um this his uh history.com uh article that i read he he definitely didn't he was just a strategist and he was really good at flying and shooting down other pilots he really mm-hmm. didn't take risks um but he he definitely was a badass, and mm-hmm. he he mm-hmm. shot he shot down a lot of people. Wow, um, that's crazy. Yes, and and it's funny 
because in this, uh, so after we meet Man Manfred, Manfred Richtofen, uh, he's very excited to have shot down Americans. Because mm-hmm. I guess he's never met I Americans guess, before. He says, "Yes, he said he'd never bagged an American, and he was very giddy, and he invited Indy to have lunch with him. He did, and the and the other captains. And after, Indy was not afraid to speak his mind." No, definitely not. Uh, which, which is, which is a quality I really enjoy about mm, Indy because I know, agree. He, he, he's he not afraid. A, yeah, he's not afraid, and he he brings a really great just counter viewpoint to things that I just love seeing the characters interact based off of how Indy uh, responds to certain situations and viewpoints and everything. So uh, totally, it's really great. Well, okay, can you explain to me how he eventually managed to convince this man, German ace Manfred von Richtofen, to uh, do a dogfight with the other guy? With Charles? He didn't. So basically, at the lunch, Richtofen, he is talking about the skull and crossbones and how one of them almost shot down his brother, who was sitting right next to him at the lunch. And... Richtofen wants to challenge uh, Charles, I believe we met him. He's uh, the French pilot. With the grills. He yes, has, like, grills. golden teeth. <laughs> yes. The one with the grills. Which and the many injuries. I don't injuries. understand why he has grills. Oh, you know what? It's because of the injuries. It's because he's probably got yeah. his teeth knocked out before, and that's why. Yeah, and, and you know, he's got he's got some really nice gold chompers now, so he's, he's good. He's good. Um... And so Charles is also a really good pilot, and I guess he almost shot down Rick Defen's brother, and so Rick Defen wants uh, revenge after yes. he. Uh, so what? They have to. They gotta go get this guy, because Indy meets him very briefly. He's like getting out of yeah. his plane, like totally mangled. Like he's. He's oh, in yeah. good spirits, but he's he's injured. Um, but they they have to go get him, and they're like, where's Rick Defen? Or where's uh, Charles? And, and they're like, oh, Charles went to Paris. And they're like, well, we better go get him. And then they all go to Paris to go get him. And he's at this, like, fancy smancy party, and they show him this, like, dual yeah. summons. And then he's like, well, let's go. Like, he's, like, super Well, I can't it. turn down a fight, so here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was in a really fancy, like, French restaurant. Oh, yeah. And uh, then, fancy. so then we have the actual dog fight um, where uh, Charles is fighting Rick Defen and Rick Defen changes his plane to being red because when Indy was talking to him, he was like, "Oh, you should have a red plane because you might as well That's stick right. out." So then yes. he actually has the red plane. In this in this theatrical uh, representation of the Red Baron, it is Indy who implies that the Red Baron should paint his his plane red. <laughs> Yeah, so Indy is the reason for for the historic for the historic uh, piece of information. Hey, that's cool, man. I dig it. You know, it's it's canon. I I think it's canon. So does Indy go with Indy? Does go with him on this dark fight? He's he's in a separate plane with a different American volunteer taking photos oh. of the dogfight because I believe Char- Charles has a one-man plane. All, all of the ones that are purely for That's fighting and shooting down, mm-hmm. yeah, and shooting down other other pilots, they're just a one-seated a one plane. Because uh, they gotta be fast. 
Yeah, that's true. So, and he's on another plane, and he's taking photos, obviously. Yes, and so during the dogfight, uh, Charles obviously wins. Like, he shoots down Richtofen, and, and... Indy gets a photo of it. it. Yeah, Indy gets a photo of it, and I'm not entirely sure, but as they were reading the duel rule, the dueling rules, uh, the Americans were supposed to get some some castle that the Germans were occupying when they won this when they won this dogfight, so I don't know why that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, and didn't they kind of ambush them, too? Yeah, it was actually like a trap or something, because after the Red Baron went down, like, a whole bunch of German planes came in and started shooting at them all, so I don't... I, I'm really not sure. And then it just turned into a montage of dogfights, so I don't know if they just had multiple duels after that. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, it's definitely um, not clear why that happened, but... They still came down and they survived and everybody's clapping and cheering. Also, I'd like to say that I love Indy's flight outfit. Uh, I'm at like 38 second or 38 minutes right now. And he's what wearing he? like, he, he wears like this kind of thick leather jacket with like, it's got these awesome lapels. I just think that he looks so fly. Not, and I did that for pun intended. Like actually he looks fly. Uh, that was a really good one, Alessandra. That was a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really proud of you. Thanks, man. And, uh, and then uh, Indy shows them afterwards, they shows them, like, some time has passed, and he has the picture of him shooting down Rick defense plane. That's right. So after they have that major victory, um, I guess they have multiple victories, because we often see them in the local, the lo- the local uh, bar uh, celebrating. So I guess maybe... They had some wins. The Germans might have had some wins. I don't know. Maybe they were dueling over territory. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, But we also see Indy crossing off the days of his calendar because he's not going to be there for much longer. It was only a two-week mission. Mm Mm-hmm. So we got Indy very excited to leave. Oh, yeah. Um, And and right as... And also other people are dying. Like, we see... They're singing this, like, kind of song. Everybody's involved in the song singing... And it's kind of a sad song, but it's got this, like, more upbeat for some reason. I think it's, like, pretty upbeat. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they lost a lot of pilots during these, uh, these duels. So it is really sad. Uh, and so Indy only has, like, two days left. And they get a, they get a pretty big mission, one last mission that they got to go on. That, on his uh, last day. Yes, on his last day, he basically gets told that they're going to go on their most dangerous... Death-defying mission, for sure. Yes, so Indy's basically going to die on this mission, and he's just like, great! Awesome! Let's do it! I love flying, let's do it! (laughs) I love flying! (laughs) Love flying. And, so let's see, so for the mission, I guess they... What was it? Were they looking for Zeppelins? I think they were talking about how the enemy... Maybe not Zeppelins. I don't know. But they just had to take pictures of of some area that the Germans were occupying. And it was going to be very dangerous. Oh, yes. So let's see. So Indy is out with his... Let me see. Where are we? I think... It all, it all happened very quickly. So I think they just went out, Indy got the picture, and then as they were trying to fly out of there, 
they they got their plane got shot at. Mm-hmm. And they were they were spiraling down. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Like like crazy. <laughs> and then the pilot was just yelling at Indy because cause Indy Indy had to pull these these wires that were attached to the to the plane. Uh, what is it? Wings. Yeah. He's plane like pulling the fins. wires of the wings. And it's, it's crazy. It's like he's basically like trying to pull it while this plane is falling down. Try to yeah, pull as the wings spiraling up. downward. And he has to get out of his seat again. Yeah. Put in danger again to to straighten these wings so that they could they can gain control of the plane. It's nuts. It just it's really really insane. Mm-hmm. And of course, of course they gain control and they they smoke on out of there, yeah, and and get to the base with their pictures and and this time the first time the plane didn't explode, but they had to grab their shit and get the hell out of there because <laughs> that that baby exploded. Oh yes, it did in a fiery mass that mimics the end of the episode. <laughs> yes, even uh... even but but even less impressive than the one at the end of the episode. Oh yes, that is a very impressive blow up scene. And we are only halfway through, so we will get there eventually. That's right. So let's see. So Indy's very excited to still be alive, uh, but just just barely. And he's he's ready to get the hell out of there. Um, and then Charles comes and picks him up. That's right. Indy gets his new assignment, which which Elsa and I are very excited to start talking about this half of the episode because this this oh, half yeah. is oh yeah. This half of the episode is pretty amazing. It's very so. Fun. So Indy, Indy, Indy clarifies. He's like, "Great, what's my next mission? Hopefully, it's not flying." And you know, the French <laughs> guy never, the the French captain never actually says anything, but he's just like, "Yep, your next mission. Head on out." Yep. And so Charles, Charles drives him to France, uh, where Charles also has a mission, and they they part ways, probably never to see again, or do they? <laughs> Dun dun dun. <laughs> dun 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 So Indy goes um, into the best part of the episode, which is uh, he goes to talk to somebody about his n- next mission, and I have a time code for this uh, exactly what um like what his mission is. Yes, yes, yes. So you guys can hear it. Yes, Captain Defense. You did very well on your first assignment. You ever heard of Anthony Fokker? The German aircraft designer, yes sir. He designed the Fokker DR-1 triplane. And he also invented a machine gun designed to shoot through the blades of a propeller. You're right, except in one important particular. Monsieur Fokker is not German, he is Dutch. Since Holland is neutral, he could have chosen to work for the Allies or for the Germans. Unfortunately, he chose the Germans. Your mission is to contact Fokker and persuade him to defect to us. If he accepts, tell him that another agent will get to him and make arrangements to get him out of Germany. The British have already offered him two million pounds to work for them. We are offering him even more. Good luck. Report to room 13B, and they will brief you. 13B. Okay, so 
Yeah, he just gets sent to all the rooms labeled 13, but just different different letters after them uh, to get his his materials. Mm-hmm. So let's see. So I think the first room he goes into, they give him his new name and identity, uh, which is is pretty funny because you know he he opens the door and says that he's Captain de France, and they're like, "Don't say your name." Yeah. From now on, for this mission, your name is Captain D. Yeah. And he's like, he, like okay. papers. <laughs> yeah. Saying, like, who he is and that his... I, I think it was there that they said that he his person can't see very well. Like, like yes. I think they said it there. Yeah, they're like, um, you're about to not see very well. Yeah, like, we have it written here that, that you need glasses to read. And, which is a very interesting uh, tidbit of information to give him. And then he is told to go to, which Indy has no idea what's happening. It's it's so funny watching him just, like, stumble around, because he's like, awesome. Yeah, what, he's what like, do I okay, do uh, what's up now? Like, yeah. Yeah, what 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 next? And they're like, go to room 13C. And I have a clip for all of his his, his next his <laughs> next materials he needs for his mission, which is very, uh, very Bond-esque. So okay. here we go. Captain D. Oh, Captain DeFance, come in! Your mission is very interesting, and we have been working very hard for you. Captain DeFance, gentlemen. First, here is your suit. My suit? He wears. Don't worry, it's your size. <laughs> I love that. It will fit you, but not too well. Show him the pocket. A map of Hanover and one of the countryside between Dusseldorf and Hanover. Also secret pockets in here, in here, and in here. And the shoes? Oh, the shoes. Up to, up to the shoes. So the jacket with many pockets and mm -hmm. map hankies. Yeah, map hankies. Right shoe. Slide back to here. Lens, film, and sardine. Which I feel like would be really easy to find if you, like, caught him, you know? You can make a camera. Oh, the soldier almost catches him with, this huge piece of fabric that just has a map on it. It just doesn't seem very, like, subtle. Most definitely not. So one of his shoes has a camera in it. Put it on, and then twist to the heel. The other one has a shoe shank. Yeah! And now his luggage. Very important. Um, it is a fitted suitcase. Hmm? Airbrush, razor, hair oil. Oh, I, I, I never use hair oil. It is not hair oil. It is invisible ink. It is not hair oil. He gets like so um, pissed about it. Yeah, he's like, well, matter of fact, it's not hair oil. So don't use it as hair oil. Uh, and then altogether, his outfit, uh, he looks like Sean Connery. Splitting, <laughs> he splitting does. image. He does look like Sean Connery. Oh, which is cute. hilarious because because Sean Connery's not only his father, but also he's one of the, he's also a bond. A, a bond. So That's just, right. It's, it's just amazing. Oh, I, it, I was gonna tell you that during this scene, you know that small guy, Pierre, not the old guy with the like, with the hair that's like. All old. The guy showing, the guy showing the jacket. <laughs> yeah, the the smaller guy with the full head of hair. Um, he's yeah, this character. 
He's this guy that I was, like, looking up, and I figured out that he's from the show Cuckoo. Like, I had, I had seen him in that show, and his name is Kenneth Collard. Yeah. And I went down to the really, the bottom of his IMDb page, all the way to the goddamn bottom, and his very, very first uh, credit is The Adventures of a Young Indiana Jones, Attack of the Hawkman, as Pierre. <laughs> who, does he play, who does he play in Cuckoo? He's the, like, friend of the dad who has the wife who, like, breaks up with him. It, he's just a, such a ridiculous person. Oh my god, I didn't even notice that. But his very first mention <laughs> is young Indiana Jones? Yeah, I, like, recognized <laughs> him. And even with his full head of hair, because in this show, he's such a funny-looking guy. Like, he doesn't have any hair in Cuckoo, I don't think. No, he definitely doesn't. And he's a hilarious-looking oh guy, too. Oh my gosh, that's insane! <laughs> I know, I, I can't believe he was actually, this is the first time he was actually, like, in anything. Oh my gosh, this started his whole career. Yep. And look where, and look where he's gone now! To Cuckoo. I love to that cuckoo. show. To Cuckoo. I do love that show. Please bring it back. I, I, I don't know, please bring it back. I, I honestly don't know where it went, because... I feel like they Were just they couldn't make afford a... it anymore. Did they make two seasons? Yeah, the first season had Andy Samberg in it, and the second one had Taylor Lautner. Right. And he was hilarious. That's right. <laughs> Do I really that, did like Taylor Lautner that in That part where he, like, cuts open his hand. Oh, my and God. And does, like, the ritual or something. Oh, that no. was oh, the God. funniest scene. <laughs> I gotta rewatch that show. It was really ridiculous. I love the dad. He was so the funny. Dad is hilarious. The really tall dad. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And his wife so is so funny. great too. Yeah, his wife really plays was. Emily in Friends. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's all connected, man. All look at that. Look connected. at that. It's fantastic. Every, everyone's everyone's connected. That's really great. And look, <laughs> and look at that. Indiana Jones starting people's careers off right. You know what? Really <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, so after that scene, which was like really fun to watch him, he goes to Germany undercover. No, he goes to like a part of France where he can fly to Germany. Right? He gets off a bus and he's late. He goes to somebody's yes, house. I, I believe, I believe they stole a German plane or something to get to get him into because you know you can't just have an an Allied plane flying over Germany. So I believe they somehow got a German plane and they were going to fly him into Germany from like some barn or something yeah. or some warehouse that was off in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, it is Charles who is going to fly the plane. He sees Charles yet again. So his mission, <laughs> Charles's mission, was to fly Indy into Germany. And, uh, and Indy's very excited to fly, you know. You know how much he loves flying. <laughs> he thought he wouldn't have to fly, and he's like, I thought I didn't have to fly. And they're like, of course you have to fly, buddy. You're a spy. You're always flying. Yeah. My gosh, get with it. Um, so, and then another piece of, of interesting information that, that Indy gets is that when they get, like, Charles is, isn't going to land this plane. Mm -hmm. Indy has to parachute into Germany. Yep. Just so he, straight up jump off the plane and on into Germany. With with a parachute that they had, with a model of a parachute that they hadn't even tested yet. So yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's just a whole bunch of great, great stuff that Indy's doing right now. And he's super stoked. Uh, and. He's not so stoked a, a, at all. We are, we are being not, sarcastic. 
Jesus. Not stoked. It's extremely not. So he, uh, they, they get to the area where Indy needs to jump out, and Charles is like, Indy, this is this is it. You need to jump out. And he's like, I can't! Like, screaming. He's scared, and, yeah. And so Charles flips the plane and, and <laughs> makes Indy fall out. Yep. So he's forced to just just spiral down down into the earth. Um, <laughs> but but of course he lands fine cuz he's he's a professional spy. He lands he's, pretty hard though. Like yeah, he does. He really does. He I was might, like, he "Oh my god, his, his ankles." I know. Bit. I don't know how the hell he like got out of that cuz literally I don't know how they filmed that part. Hmm. I don't know. Cuz he lands pretty hard. I don't think I was paying that much attention. Let's see. How does he... Oh, here we go. Okay. So he's... I want to see him fumble in the air a little bit. Alright, so they're flying. Oh. I'll, I'll put the... I'll, I'll put the... How did he not hit the top of the plane there? Oh, whatever. Oh, it's definitely green screen. Oh really? At, fir at first, yeah. When when he's first like that close-up shot of him, it's green screen, and then it looks like a it doesn't look like a doll or anything. How did no one like this is like the dead of morning? How did no one see him falling in? The dead of morning. <laughs> it's like nighttime still. No, it's it's super bright out. Is it really? Oh, he, he lands with a shoe shank out? I didn't know that. Yeah, he does. He does. Oh, man. And he's trying to he's... click it in as hard as the fuck he can, and, like, the guy comes down, and he's like, what you doing? And he's like, uh, <laughs> nothing. So, I, and and this, this soldier was out, like, doing his rounds, so I don't know how, he heard the plane, he's looking up at the plane, but he didn't see the parachute at all. No. Um... And so Indy is stuffing the parachute into a sewer. Yes. And which it works. And he, it works. Yeah, he, he he got it in in time before the. He actually had a lot of time before this this uh, soldier shows up. Like they they show. They show the guard, yeah. But then show Indy doing a lot of other things before this guard actually shows up. That's true. And so then he's fumbling with his with his map hankies. And <laughs> And this is when he he is intercepted by the guard. Uh, they have it. They have a tussle because, of course, Indy is pretending to be, uh, like that he can't see. He like he's like fumbling with his glasses, and because he actually can't see with those glasses on, they aren't even like <laughs> fake. They gave him real glasses. They gave him that real make glasses, him... so Indy can't see shit. But okay, I have a question. I have a really sure. big question about this entire situation. So, Indy. Sure throws this guy into the water like he punches him and throws him into the water and clearly this guy's not dead he's fine yeah yeah how come this guy doesn't go out and try to find him in the future i don't know because from this point on indy like does not get caught or, or questioned no. or anything or anything he yeah. just he just does whatever the hell he wants and it doesn't make any sense I don't know how the hell that after he beat up this guy, that this guy doesn't go looking after him immediately, sound the alarm, there's an intruder, everything. Like, I don't understand why that didn't happen. Well, yeah, and not to mention all the extra 
uh, security that was around Fokker when he was he, he's in the city at this time mm-hmm. and and he, he had a ton of security with him why was this guard by himself yeah I have no idea so when the guard rises from the water he we we said he wasn't dead obviously yeah, and he wasn't. he's kind of he's kind of flailing around so I don't know why he didn't try to yell to maybe another guard who was in the city because again why was this guard alone like he he, he probably wasn't but i guess he was it doesn't make sense why indy doesn't like why they don't have that manhunt like i said it, it just doesn't make any sense to me anyways he it's fine indy just he gets out of it and then he goes to what was where that? oh i don't know somebody outside who knows? It's like a baby. I heard a baby. No, it okay. wasn't a baby. It was definitely a woman. Um, but oh my god, we had this oh, crazy, crazy, uh, storm today. That was a freak storm. What? Like I look outside, oh, and the it's like kind of it's getting dark outside, and all the trees are like moving so fast. Like I could hear them. Like I heard the trees first. And I look outside, oh, and I'm just seeing all this lightning. Like it was just like so much oh. lightning. Um, crazy. And I looked out, and I like could see it, like it would brighten up the sky. But then I would look, and I would see the actual lightning, like in the sky, for like several oh. seconds. It was crazy, and it just felt so interesting outside too. Was it a lot of rain? Is it, is it like a hot storm? It like wasn't. One of those humid. There wasn't a lot of rain, but yeah, it was like a hot storm. Oh dang, that's crazy! Oh, I I love I love rainstorms. Oh my god, you're inside. me too. In- it is insane. so so cool. I love it. Missouri gets some crazy ones. When oh I was visiting, yeah! Oh yeah! When, yeah, when I was visiting a long time ago, there was a crazy one. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty used to those, especially from living in Chicago. But it's it's always fun. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of fun. Um, and so yeah, so he tussles with the guard, and he and he gets to the he gets to the spot that he's supposed to meet at to give the there's someone at the hotel that he was going to give this letter to. And that person was going to give the letter to Fokker. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he gets there, plans changed. Fokker is now immediately leaving the hotel and heading to the train station. So Indy got there too late. Yeah. And which, right as I put in my notes, like, let's see where Indy can mess this up. And he already did. But, but, he does his best. <laughs> so, as Fokker is leaving, uh, the hotel guy tries to kind of stall... And he he says something to Fokker like uh, like you have some unfinished business and Fokker kind of like looks at him like like oh what where who said this where where is this person well he and, probably the, knew it was up because he Indy had given him the note on the train did we yeah but that was, that that was after the fact like this is before he even gets on the train oh like, the, this the is hotel. before oh you're right so, you're right so maybe maybe Fokker maybe the hotel guy had told Fokker that he was gonna give him something at some point and but or or Fokker just knew that that other spy agencies were trying to get to him so I don't know but he he definitely knows someone's coming for him mm-hmm. and uh so they're on the way to the train station Indy is given a bicycle, which you and I both know Indy, Indy does his best work on a bike. Yes, he does. Because if we recall correctly, he got away from two motorcycled Germans, I believe, in a city yeah. on a pedal bike. On a on fucking a pedal, pedal bike. bike, okay? Like, holy shit. You give this man a bike, he is going to get shit done. Uh, yes. So Indy knows what's he, up on a bike. 
He does. He's he's got it. He's got the legs for it. And <laughs> SPF so, got everything. SPF goes hard. He does. Leg, legs him. legs go SPF. Um, <laughs> so we. <laughs> Like Scandi- <laughs> yeah, like from Ellen. Yeah, from name? Ellen. Legs go Andy. That's right. Legs yeah. go. Oh my god! I that is so funny. I I don't even. I, if you didn't just say Ellen right now, I would have not known what that reference was from. But I know what you were talking about. Like legs go. Like I I just it was from Ellen. Yeah, that's right. Oh my god. Big. And because Andy from Ellen is always wearing shorts, so it's just you just see his yeah. full leg. leg. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's so I wanna, funny. I want to see SBF in some shorts. That'd be great. Um, Young SPF. Anyway, <laughs> back to the mission. So in- Indy's pedaling, pedaling to the train station. He doesn't even <laughs> stop to buy a ticket because the train is about to leave. Like, it is slowly puttering oh, yes. out of the station. And, and you know, a guard sees him. And he, he goes, like, he goes, is this the train to wherever? To, a, to Hanover or Dusseldorf or something? <laughs> and... <laughs> and the German, the German train station can, person is like, yes, but you need to get a ticket. And Indy like throws money at him. Yeah, and then just doesn't get a fucking ticket up. and throw like it's just like why the fuck throw money at him if he wasn't gonna give you a goddamn ticket? And and the guy just smiles at him, just like oh, those the, those silly kids, and doesn't even like he didn't send get the this- ticket. What was the point of throwing it at the guy? I don't know, like, j- just so the guy wouldn't yell and be like, that man's getting on the train without a ticket. Because, again, no one cares what Indy is doing in this half of the episode. No one cares. No one gives a shit. No no one's like, maybe we should watch out for spies or something. I don't know. Or, you know, like, rabble-rouser kids who aren't paying for tickets and just jumping on trains. It's just crazy to me that they're not so paranoid about the spy situation. I... Right? I mean, you'd think Germany would be up in arms about about spies and being completely suspicious of everyone. Yeah, of course, of course. Whatever. Like, definitely. Yeah. As they should be. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's war times. You definitely have to be suspicious of everyone. Um, and so, cue... Cue pretty German girl. Yes. Gotta have a girl. Sadly... The only yes. fucking girl in this entire episode. And she doesn't even say anything. Nope, she doesn't even have a line. No lines. Nothing. She just sits there, looks pretty. Indy, like, sticks his face on her face as, as he leaves, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's but, at the end. We haven't gotten to that that's part. That's right. We, we have some stuff in between that point. So, Indy, Indy puts his stuff away, you know, winks, winks at the pretty German girl, who isn't a spy from another country, which I would have loved. Um... But he goes and snoops around. He's looking in all the train cars, looking for looking for uh, Fokker and the other Germans. And he finds them. And he's kind of, first of all, like the when he's peering into their cart, like the two, like Fokker and the guy sitting next to Fokker, could easily see Indy. Like he was not hiding at all. He no, was just no, staring no. Right, right in the at window them. at them. Yes. And and finally, some other German guy who's sitting on the opposite side. Uh, of of Fokker, like completely looks and turns around, like he like he knew Indy was there, <laughs> and so he's just like his senses, like his spider senses are tingling or something, and he just completely looks like looks him straight in the face, like he yeah. sees what Indy looks like. Yeah, he just completely completely sees him. Yes, and doesn't it doesn't do anything. Nope. Like he's like what 
He's not even like, God, what what the fuck you well, out because here? Like, Indy, get away. Indy stole that jacket that so made him look like a like he worked on the train. Like he was like a bartender or something. That's right. When they go to the food cart, he he does get a disguise. But this he is before he gets on the this is before the, the food cart. Yes. But that pretty much happens right afterwards. Because he's basically stalking them this entire time. Like I wonder why the the train per the one of the guards didn't you know, get get someone working on the train to check... Get, like, you know, because he's suspicious of Indy. Why not get someone to check his ticket, which he doesn't have? Would have been the perfect time to, to like, foil his plans right there. Like, oh, where's your ticket? I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the train guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Because, again, Indy's just doing whatever he wants. So they go to the train, the food cart. They are trying to get a steward to take their order and Indy drops a note or something no, he in drops, Fokker's pocket he, he drops the knife intentionally and then drops the note into the pocket of the guy and he, the guy notices yeah like like Indy is not is not like hiding it at all because um, he's a terrible spy <laughs> it's really a terrible spy <laughs> the, really the worst spy ever um, he's lucky he and, didn't die yeah which seriously seriously though and then what do they do he he somehow what is it so he he goes back to his seat and and waits for the train to stop because now he's gotten Fokker's attention and Fokker's gonna be looking for him because because now Fokker has seen his face yes and he gets off the train uh puts his face on the girl's face yes very suddenly (laughs) for no reason yeah, like, like, they're just walking off together, kind of, like, chit-chatting. But again, she doesn't say anything. She just, like, kind of just stands there and, and looks pretty. And, and and because the guards were looking over at Indy, he, like, decides to kiss her. It's it's a little... It's, it's, a, little, it's a little unclear. She's basically just, like, a makeshift Bond girl, basically. But, but I mean, e- even in the Bond movies, the Bond girls are are at least people of... People of, of value, like like they have a reason to be there. They're not just they're not just there to look pretty. That's true. This is definitely not the case. Yes, and so Indy uh, somehow gets on, in one of the trucks that is following Fokker, and he tells the truck driver that he's his valet mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. and and the guy just takes it. And, and Indy's not even speaking German. He's like he's he's speaking in his normal American accent, which you'd think. I don't know that they. Yeah, that it'd be clear that? that he's not German. Like I don't know. Yeah, because the whole rest of the time he's just speaking, he's just speaking English and and not even speaking German at all. So that that confused me a little bit. It, it, I, yeah. I don't know if there were American volunteers for for the German side. I would assume no. Yeah, right. I'm assuming no, but but listeners if you know anything that we don't know about Americans being on the german side during world war 1 please let us know um and so he follows them to the military base because they're going to go see a new plane or something that fokker's going to be working on like someone made a prototype and fokker's going to like fix it or something or update it or something and you were so like gets to way his... more on top of this than I was because <laughs> I was like not following. I don't know what was going on with me, but like I just was sitting here like watching this thing. Like I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't like understand why India is doing I... what he's doing. 
Yeah. It, it, well, and especially this, you really needed to be paying attention to understand kind of what was going on because the first half, the first part, we like had that whole confusing part with the with the dueling planes, but then it kind of made more sense at the end half what Indy was doing. Um. But but yeah, I, you know, I I take these episodes very seriously. I'm, I'm clearly I give, I give it give it my full attention, and I'm taking very detailed notes because I like to know what's happening. Yeah, of course. Uh, so Indy follows Fokker to his his room, and Fokker, like, sees him, and he's like, how did you get in here? And he's like, I told them I was your valet. And it, and Fokker's like, all right. Well, and since you're my valet, inside. can you help me out with this thing? Yeah, since you're my valet, pick up the shit and put it away. Yeah. And I think before Indy can even give him the letter, the, the German guards come, come to, into the guy's to, room to get... Yeah, to get Fokker to show him around the, the warehouse. Because I guess Fokker hasn't seen this place. Fokker's going to be seeing where he's going to be working. Yeah. Um, and so while he's gone, Indy's, like, writing a secret message with his hair oil invisible ink. Yeah. And he goes down to the front desk. Are they in a hotel? I thought they were in, like, a like a base camp or something. I don't know. They were like in it's a base a hotel. camp, or whatever. It's like a hotel. Well, actually, it may not be a base camp because then he gives the guy like, he's like, "Can you mail this letter?" And he's like, "Yeah, got it." Yeah, not not in German, just just in know, English. Whatever. I'm American. Can you mail this letter for me, please? And you just... know what, Emily? I didn't even notice that he was speaking English. You are you were on top of it. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I, That's how bad I, I would be I, a terrible spy. <laughs> I'm very observant when it comes to the indie episodes. I, I like to catch every little weird thing that happens. Yeah. Um, and so he's just moseying around, and what he... He even... He gets somewhere and steals a motorcycle and then brings the motorcycle back to the camp. Like, yeah. He's just doing whatever the hell he wants. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know why they don't or, fucking catch him. No, you know what he does is, like... Goes out and, like, tries to, like, investigate something, and then, like... Yeah. He, they catch him, and they're like, what are you doing over here? He's like, um, uh, this, the guy told me to go look and stuff. And he's like, they're like, uh, okay, whatever, uh, just go back to your room. And then he gets away with it. It's like, what? Yeah, like, he's like, yeah, I, I, I don't understand. But I think, I, I know what he was doing. He was, he stole the motorcycle because, remember, he, um, after... He, he gets caught and fights all the Germans and, and runs off. He he has a motorcycle, so I think he was storing his escape vehicle yes. so that he knew where it was so he could escape. Mm-hmm. Which is which is a very good spy thing to do. Because you know, you need you need to know where the vehicles are. Mm-hmm. And but I but it it seems like they drove kind of far away to get to the to get to the area where the planes were gonna be. But whatever, you know, is it's fine. It's whatever. Um so finally, he goes back to the hotel room where he sees Fokker, and, he, and Fokker has time to read his letter, and he graciously declines. Yes. Let me see. I think I had a time code for what Fokker says here. Um, uh, 120, 120, I gotta find it. One, one, two, an hour and 20 minutes. Really? It was that late? Yeah, it was. It was. It was. <laughs> um, okay, what was it? It was. Yeah, the end of this episode moves very quickly. Yeah, it really does. 
because you know it's it's a it's a Bond movie. Things are things are moving quick. Things are moving. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think I have the time. Okay. So, Fokker's reading the letter, and he's he's gonna give Indy his answer, uh, which we already know is is no. But they they kind of have an interesting conversation because you know. Fucker's not in it for the money. He's he's in it for other reasons. I'm not interested. May I ask why, sir? Of course. The French have offered me hardly more money than the British. If they had doubled their offer, I might have considered it. But, as it is... Burning the letter. Mm-hmm. Besides, the facilities for my work would not nearly be as good in France as they are in Germany. Yes, but you're working for the Hun, the warmongers. You're making machines that kill. Oh, come now, Captain. What am I to call you, Captain D? You have come Captain here D. to encourage me to put so my stupid. genius to work for France instead of Germany. But you still want me to make machines that kill. You do not want me to make Christmas decorations. But certainly it means something to you whether your work is put to the use of good or evil. The Germans think they represent the good and the French are evil. I'm a scientist, not a philosopher. Yes, sir, but for the sake of humanity, don't you think... <laughs> humanity. Wars come and go. Humanity suffers, but knowledge and science survive. I will tell you something else. Governments spend millions on research for machines of war when they will not pay a penny for medical research in times of peace. So, science thrives in times of war. And in the end, when the war is over, it is very often humanity that benefits. So, a really interesting take on it. I mean, this guy's... This guy's insane. Oh yeah, he's just—he's—he's he's just being completely selfish. He wants the good facilities, and he knows that during this time he can make a ton of money with his—with his research and stuff. Oh yeah, but—but but a very interesting take on like how he says the government will spend tons of money on research for for massive weapons instead of instead of scientific research for times of need. So probably probably talking about like sickness, you know, diseases really any other time that you would need money towards towards I mean important research I'd say important yeah so that I don't know. it's it's interesting it was an interesting conversation I, I wish Indy had a bit more input because all he really said was you know don't you know that you're still I don't know I would have liked a little bit more back and forth because I don't know I thought it would have been interesting to see uh, Indy say a little bit more but whatever yeah. And then, so, the guy says no. And Indy's like, alright, I guess I gotta leave then. Um, but before he takes the entire box of this guy's cigars. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, the whole box. Like a really expensive box of cigars. Yeah, and, and not to mention when when the guy opens it at first... There's a ton in there. Like, the box is pretty full. But then when Indy takes it, I think... Oh, no. He removes... 
it's, it seems like there's there's significantly less cigars in there when he's turning it. So basically, he turns the the box into a camera. So when when he was getting his gadgets, they said that all of these pieces, you would just need to get a box. I, don't, I mean, I guess that's fairly easy to get since Indy got a cigar box, but he still had to cut a perfectly sized hole for the lens to go through. Oh, uh huh, yeah. But he turned the box into a camera in in a gym no less where where these guys were taking a shower yeah. like there was a lot of man butt in the background you see that <laughs> yeah <laughs> everyone go see the man butt <laughs> yes yes it's the man butt i said so yeah so right after that i i go he took the guy's entire box of cigars dot 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 and then i put a lot of man butt a lot of he, man butt it's so funny because he just heads straight to a shower where he, he steals another uniform. Uh, he stole uh, another German uniform so that he could go to the, the the plane exhibition, I guess. Or, you know, the... the, the Not exhibition, but... The rain like, in Spain flowed mainly on the plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the planes. Oh, my God. I love oh, it. So just funny. you wait, Henry Higgins. Oh, Henry Higgins. Just you wait, Andre Eggins. Oh, just you wait. God, oh. I, I love just saying that randomly to people. Because oh, they have no idea what you're saying at all. Yeah, like, they'll, they'll just say something, and, I, and instead of going, like, you'll see, I go, just you wait, Andre Eggins. Just you wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to do a podcast on that movie. Oh, we so certainly do, and it's going to be part of our classics for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so he, he gets into a, a car, again, not speaking German, <laughs> with, yeah. with, like, what looks like a German captain, and the, the captain wants, like, a cigar out of his box, and, and when Indy was making the, the camera, it looked like he had took, taken all of the cigars out, but he, he put a few in there to, you know, keep up appearances. Mm-hmm. Um. And they go to the hangar where one of the Zeppelins is being stored. And, I don't know, Fokker is, like, very sassy. Like, the, the, another plane engineer comes and he's, like, talking about his designs. And Fokker's like, yeah, well, you know, your stuff is shit. <laughs> yeah, <And> basically. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He says that. It's... He says, you really don't think, you don't think well enough to make these types of, of, like, war machines. Like, he, like, tells the guy that he's, like, lacking I don't in, like in this guy. Sense. This guy's mean. He really is, and he's, he's a bully. Just super s- selfish and crazy. Yeah, like, he's crazy. I don't like him. No, I don't like him at all. And um, so, because Indy knew he couldn't get Fokker, he decided to take some pictures of of some of, of the new plane that was the new the new death defying like death bringing oh, plane. And this thing was... is scary looking, but Indy's incredibly terrible spy tactics totally to betray him. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I know. He God so they're, they're right in front of the right in front of a hangar that has like these uh what is it? Like window shutters or something that that flap open and he goes up to the top and you know, he's like he's taking like a million pictures of this thing. And at, at first I thought he was going to drop the camera out yeah. of the just his yeah, luck. I thought he was going to drop it. My yeah. goodness. Fucking Indy. But no, he He's done taking his, like, 20th picture, and then he's like, all right, Indy, 
Good job. And then he places his hands on the shutters and opens them. Yeah. And not to mention, Rick Defend shows up. Yeah. Rick Defend shows up and he he kind of side eyes Indy, like thinking that he he recognized him, but he like takes no notice of it. Uh, but then of course he's he's first to see. Indy up in the sh- in the shutters or something, mm-hmm. and he goes like, "I knew that was Indy. Get him!" Yeah, and like, oh my gosh, it is and pandemonium some- after that. It is just it's- utter pandemonium because Indy Insane. is such a terrible spy. He really is, and he like he he swings across a rope and like shanks oh, yeah. shanks people with his with his shoe shank in the oh. face as he's as he's on the way down. <laughs> yeah. And and then and then again, before they get to the hangar, the guy's like, don't light one of those cigars in the hangar because there's a Zeppelin in there and it'll blow the fuck up. Yep. And, and guess what the fuck happens? It blows the fuck up because one of the soldiers the starts up. shooting. Yep. It's he starts shooting. Oh my gosh! And then he he shoots like a gas barrel or something, and the whole place just starts going up in flames. And and Indy's like stuck in there for a second. He's mm-hmm. like trying to find a way out. Yeah, it's and kind it's of just... like reminding me of that the very first episode where they're with Lawrence and that or not the first episode. It's that room where like Indy the the episode where Indy first gets his hat. Remember, and he's fighting the guy, and. What happens? Who does he fight? His hat? He gets like, ah, uh, it's that episode. It's like, a, is it Baby Indy? No, it's oh, it's definitely SPF. And he he went like inside a another like. It basically catches the guy who had stolen the uh, treasure from. Um, Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, from, it was that episode. From the previous episode? The Jackal. It was the where, Jackal where find... situation. Yeah. Remember? Later he finds the guy who stole the Jackal and then fights him in like some warehouse or something. Yeah. Or like some shack. Yeah. That's, it, it reminded me of that. And then he gets his hat. Yes. Interesting. But yeah. It, which, a, a lot of the fight scenes in this are are pretty interesting, I'll tell you that. They're, they're just like the movie, where it's just, they kind of last a while, a lot of a lot of punches are being thrown, stuff's getting knocked over. Mm, it's mm-hmm. a, it's definitely a good show. Mm-hmm. It's a good show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, as we know from the, uh, what was it called? The, the, Hin- the Hindenburg or something? Oh, yes. Hin- which is what I mentioned in the beginning of the episode. Yes, you did. It, like the Hindenburg blows the fuck up and this and even bigger than the, than the plane explosion like we were talking about earlier it is massive and it blows up the new plane too so so indy all the pictures that indy takes not even necessary because the thing's dead, dead. but i mean but he could he could fine. bring the pictures so that maybe the americans or the french could make something like it but um i don't know but yeah and that and is is that how it ended? Oh no! Mm-mm. Then he he gets he gets his bike, and he he pedals on over to meet Charles. While Charles is like sitting there waiting with the hotel guys, being like, "If Indy doesn't get here soon, like I I gotta leave. I gotta get out of here." Oh yeah! And and right in the nick of time, Indy pedals on in, or you know, motors on. I don't know. I don't know what kind of bike he he has, but 
He's there just in time. And they fly off into the sunset or something. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. What yeah, Charles them. comes and gets him, and, and they're like, because in the in the middle of this, Charles is like, you know, if he doesn't come, we gotta leave, and you know, they're he's like, it'll he'll come, and it's kind of like, is he really gonna come? Is everything gonna be okay? You know? Yep. And then Indy Indy shows up, and he's only too happy to hop in that plane. Oh yeah, too happy. He gets out of there, and. uh that's right. They they do fly off into the sunset. They do, or the or the or the twilight. I don't know whichever one. Okay, Which, if it's going up or going down. Answer answer this question for me. <laughs> does does Indy in fact uh, succeed in his mission? No, he does not. <laughs> he does. He does not convince the guy to to go to their side. That's right, because his mission was to convince, not not just get an answer of of yes or no. It was it was, it was to get to the guy. To convince him. That okay, he, that's what I thought. He needed to get the guy. Get him. At all, by all means. And but I but I think the guy's dead it. now. Is he really? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he got out in time. Oh my god. So he <laughs> fails and we still have this episode. Yeah, he failed. Yeah, yep. But you know, he—you can't win them all, Alessandra. He—he he succeeded in his first mission. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, I guess he did by not dying. But still, like, no, he got the pictures he needed or something. Whatever he needed, he needed something. I'm, picture or something. I'm not. I, I, I get. Yeah. Okay. He just seems so and victorious getting out of this, and it's like you didn't even succeed, Andy. I, I wonder how many more spy indie episodes we're gonna get. Do you think we'll get more? Is this is oh this shit? It? Like, do you think, that's a good question. <gasps> or do you think because he failed that he'll have to move on to something else? Oh my god, I gotta look up and see what the next episode is. Okay, because that was yes. that was episode twelve. The next one is called the Secret Service: Adventures in the Secret Service. Oh shit. <gasps> so he's still gonna be a secret agent, Indy. Well, I think so. I mean, damn, that's cool. I prefer it to definitely him being in the army. Most definitely. This this is much more fun. Oh yeah. So what? What else? So what? What do we? What do we rate this episode, Alessandra? Um. <sighs> um. I didn't love this episode. So I give nice. it I give it five treasure chests out of ten treasure chests. I give it I give it I give it like three 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 golden eyes out of ten golden <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Forbidden eyes are golden eyes because of of James Bond. It's it's golden eye because, because of James it's, Bond. Because it's James Bond. I get it. I get golden it. You get it? I didn't get it. Yeah. Sweet. Golden eye. Um. Yeah. It. It's a. It's. I like where it's now going because of this episode, but this definitely was not a favorite episode of mine. No. For sure. No. I think it's, it has a lot of flaws. It definitely was kind of fun 
ideally because we weren't like in the trenches, but you know. But there definitely have been some better episodes. Um, but I'm excited to see the next one, the Secret Service. Oh yeah. Super duper fun. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we get to see another another secret agent girl. That's what I like to see. Mm. Yeah. Or or at least or at least like a super cool like director of director of secret agents who's like an awesome awesome business lady. I don't know, whatever. But you know, something. Something. Something like that. Something to break up this sausage fest. <laughs> <laughs> you got it right, buddy. You're yeah. you're right, you're way about that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Oh man. Um, but yeah, if you if you liked if you liked this episode, uh, give it give it a give it a rating. Yep. And, and a and a comment and a review. Uh, you can do that. Yes, a review. You can do that on iTunes or on SoundCloud. Just search "All by the Popcorn Podcast" and either of those, and you'll find us. Uh, to get notifications on future episodes, you can follow our Facebook page. Just search "All by the Popcorn Podcast" on Facebook, and you'll find us and like our page. And you can also if- find us on Instagram. Our Instagram is at All by the Popcorn Podcast. Yes, and Twitter. The handle is at by the popcorn. And I think, oh yeah, and if you have any suggestions for future episodes or uh, a show that you'd like us to, how many more episodes do we have left of this? We're going to start thinking of a new show. I'm like, I have no idea, but I'm still holding out for the Golden Girls. If you'd like us to, to do <laughs> Golden Girls or have, or have a different um, idea of a show for us to do, we, we definitely like the, the older ones. No, no new shows, please. We, 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 we cover those more like in bulk. Um, yeah. But if you have any ideas, you can email us. Our emails are uh, allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com or allbythepopcorn at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just tell us on our social media. But uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. We will talk to you guys next time. Yep. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.